When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to Adam Carricker on The Ticket on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Adam Carricker on The Ticket, where I do indeed have a case of the Fridays real quick before I bring on a Husker legend, one of the great returners of all time, an awesome receiver as well. Real quick, be sure to check out GE Landscape Supply dot a com and or give them a call at 402-467-1627 and as always call or text questions comments concerns thoughts or otherwise 402-464-5685 i will read i will respond throughout the show and then the people segment is at the end of the show as well but now it is time ladies and gentlemen to bring on an individual who is a who is a small american a freshman all-american the 2014 Jet Award Putt Returner of the Year Award winner, Nebraska Special Teams MVP in 2014, Nebraska's bowl receptions record holder with eight receptions versus USC in the 2014 Holiday Bowl, Nebraska wide receiver and putt returner extraordinaire from 2014 to 2017, Mr. DeMornay Pearsonell. How you doing, my friend? How's it going? Hey, man, DeMornay's Pearson Ells joining me on the Aloe Fiber VIP line. And my first question for you is this. So, you know, a lot's been made of not returning kicks and things of that nature and catching the ball at the five-yard line and, and, and all that stuff from the Michigan State, but also throughout the year as well. Okay, so I'm curious for you, what was your – when you were back there getting ready to return? And I remember being a freshman watching Dewan Gross, and he took like three, four, or five to the house that year, and the, the fans would be chanting, Gross. Gross, gross, because I was redshirting, so I was in the one of the fans in the stands chanting, gross, 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 and then he'd do his thing. What was your mental approach as you were getting ready to return one of those kicks? Um, my mental approach, you know, was just obviously catching it and, uh, you know, as best as I can, you know, take it to the house. Um, but, I mean, I, I wasn't scared back there, and it's kind of a mindset that you kind of got to be in. So, um uh, you know, I was on a team with Amir and Kenny and Westy and uh, and Tommy. So, I mean, it, the ball wasn't getting spread around, you know, a lot. And I was an incoming freshman. So, you know, I just made the best of my opportunities. to. And special teams was, you know, the, my opportunity to do something. And it ended up, you know, giving me more shots uh, within the offense. So, I mean, that, that was just my time to go out there and, and uh, you know, take my shot because everybody else was getting a shot at, at at everything so that that's that's how i was thinking of it so there's a stat out there and it's something to the effect of if you have like a a, a special teams 
play for a touchdown, especially whether it's a punt return or a block punt return for a touchdown, that team wins the game 90% of the time. So my question for you and your experience, how big of an effect is a big return on special teams, whether it's a, a, a 50-yard touchdown or a 50-yard return or something like that, how big of an effect can that have on the game, especially like when it comes to momentum? Um, you know, it, it gives sparks. It's a, it's a, it has a huge effect. Um, you change, you know, the field position. Um, you know, if you do something right before half and you get in the ball right after half, you know, you can at least get three points. If you are in, you know, if you return within, you know, field goal range or, or you know, in your own ter- – in their territory and whatnot. Um, so, I mean, it, it, it's huge. Um, you know, there are three phases to the game. And, uh, I mean, if you are dominating all three phases, you – should win the game if you are dominating majority in two of the phases you know you can pull out so I mean it, it's very important it's a it's a momentum um, builder you know it can be the straw to break the camel's back uh, it just depends you know where those come from and everything like that so you talked about the mental approach and maybe that is your answer to this question but I'm just curious uh, to ask the question anyways and just see what you have to say so what is the biggest key to having a big return is it the mental approach is it making the right reads as you're returning the punt is it is it more about the blocking i mean i mean is it the ability to make guys miss what is the biggest key in your opinion to a big big return um it's a it's a combination of things um the whole unit has 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 their own individual jobs you know um i couldn't do what i do without you know the 10 men in front of me taking care of their jobs so the first part of it is you know that your team you know has trust in you and believe in you that you that you're going to do and that they're going to do their jobs that's the first part the second part is you know having a confidence and uh you know the ability to within yourself to know that if you just get that opportunity all you need is you know one block or you know a few things to go your way or to set up something and just to give you give yourself a chance um so just you know believing in yourself is a huge part um reliable catching the ball you know understanding you know the situation um surrounding you and everything like that and just seizing your opportunity so i've been wanting to ask somebody this question ever since they changed the rule and i forget if it was two or three seasons ago but they basically changed in the kickoff return game if you fair catch it it used to be the offense got the ball at the 20 now you get it at the 25 it used to be you had to be in the end zone to fair catch it now you can basically fair catch it wherever you want on the field and they get it at the 25. As a returner or a guy who, who returned the, the ball a lot, what was your reaction to that rule? Was that something you were a fan of, or did you care at all? Or what were your thoughts on that? Um, I really wasn't a fan of it um, because, you know, uh, I mean, you've played on, on all levels. Um, everything is copy and paste. So um, at the next level, you know, they're trying to make, you know, the game safer and whatnot and everything like that. And so they kind of adapted that or the NFL adapted that and the NCAA changed it or whatnot. Um, On the NFL level, I feel like, you know, you're taking opportunities away from dudes to make the team and providing for their family. And then um, in college and everything like that, you're taking away, you're giving, you're taking away the the chance of some of these kids to show what they can bring, you know, to the table at the next level. They, They might have, you know, certain skills that not everybody can do. Um, and you know, it's, it's a stat game. Every, everybody's talking about, Oh, the numbers say this, the numbers say that numbers lie too. And, uh, I mean, sometimes, you know, you, you might need a play to, you know, get your offense, uh, jump started and everything like that. And if you just go out there and, you know, fair catch it and everything like that, you got a 
build a drive instead of, you know, having a guy going out there, you know, giving your offense, you know, a, a shot of drilling and, and now, you know, y'all carrying that momentum and everything like that. So I wasn't a huge fan of it. I understand, you know, with them trying to make it safer and everything like that, but I feel like that's taking opportunities away from kids, showing their ability of, of what they can bring to the game and pursuing, you know, going to the NFL and then, you know, the NFL taking that opportunity away of dudes actually being able to provide for their family. So I was not a fan of it at all. Well, I never returned a ball in my life, but I wasn't a fan of it either. I I, I was the guy that watched Devin Hester. I, I remember watching him bring those ball, those returns, the punt return, the kick return to the house. I mean, the dude's probably the best ever, and I think he's still to this day the only guy ever in Madden to have a speed rating of 100. I remember he had that one year. I think I was still in college when that came out. And, man, I don't know. Does a guy like Devin Hester, does that happen, you know, it, with, with the rules the way they are today? So that's that's one thing that occurred to me. But talk to me, because you, you played receiver, obviously, as well. Like I mentioned uh, when I first brought you on, you have the Nebraska Bowl receptions record for eight receptions versus USC in the 2014 Holiday Bowl. So talk to me about guys, young, speedy wide receivers, guys like Malachi Coleman, Jalen Lloyd, guys who can make plays, but they're young, they're learning, they're growing. What advice would you give them as they try to improve as a wide receiver? Um, you know, coming in and playing early um, is an accomplishment itself. Um, it takes time to adjust, um, you know, the speed of things, you know, the strength and everything like that. Um, just continue to work, you know, and uh, uh, your, the, your situations are coming. You know, the, the this team this year has had, a, you know, a lot of injuries and uh, moving pieces and whatnot and everything like that. Um, hopefully, you know, next year they can establish uh, a lot more of what the team's identity is and uh, do things better and execute better. Um, their opportunities are coming. Um, so they just got to, you know, stay patient. And then, you know, when, when the opportunities do come, you know, make the best of it. Um, because one, one play can turn into to two and three. So uh, like you, we understand, you know, what the troubles of, of what they're going through and everything like that. But, you know, when the ball does come your way or when you do have, you know, uh, a shot play or something like that, regardless of it, you might not, you know, get another one the rest of the game or whatnot. So, I mean, you got to make those counts. So uh, just, you know, be patient, be, you know, hard on yourself with just, you know, giving a spark and being as reliable, dependable as they can. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Now, as I mentioned, you were at Nebraska from 2014 to 2017. So you were part of that transitional piece from Bo Pelini when he was let go to Mike Riley. Okay, so my my question is, what was that transition like? Because there was a lot of players in the locker room who were unhappy about Bo being let go. And in all fairness, I don't know that Husker Nation exactly rolled out the red carpet for Mike Riley. So what was, I mean, he was a 500 coach coming in. He was 19 and 19 while he was here, so he was exactly who we thought he would be. But what was that transitional period like as a guy in the locker room during that time? Um... You know, at first it was um, a, a little sour case because, you know, you come here for a guy uh, that you expect that, you know, that recruited you and everything like that. So um, in life, changes happen and you just got to adjust to it. Um, so, you know, we were rolling with the punches and everything like that. You know, everybody was, you know, putting their best foot forward. Um, it wasn't anything negative or whatnot. Um, you know, everybody was, you know, just trying to do their part and everything like that. You know, Mike was an excellent guy, nice guy. He did things uh, by the book and everything like that. And unfortunately, you know, things didn't work out how everybody wanted them to, which is fine and everything like that. Um, but, uh, you know, everybody stuck together. You know, um, that first year was rough. We lost a lot of games within, you know, a three-point score, uh, the games that we should have won and whatnot. So uh, we knew we had a, a strong nucleus. Um, it was just, you know, we, we got to do a better job of uh, finishing and, making sure that those outcomes wasn't necessarily the outcomes that continue to happen. And I think that's what happened uh, the following year, which was my junior year, which I think we went uh, like nine and four that year. So um, we knew what we had is just, you know, banding together, believing in the systems and uh, doing our parts. And I feel like we did that for uh, a period of time. What was the biggest difference being a player and playing for Bo Pelini versus a guy like Mike Riley? Um, the biggest difference is, uh, you know, the relationship that Bo established was already established. You know, he, me coming from the East Coast, uh, that's a long ways from home. So, you know, he knew my family. He knew me. Uh, I mean, that, that relationship was established for at least, you know, a year and a half before I even, you know, came out here. Um, with Riley, you know, that relationship grew with, uh, with time. Um, and you know, it's hard opening up to people and, you know, people trusting you and you trusting them and everything like that. So, I mean, it was a working relationship every day. Um, it wasn't hard or whatnot, but it was just something different. Um, what Bo was running, what Bo was bringing to the table was just something different, um, than what, what, uh, coach Riley was. And that's nothing's wrong with that and everything like that. There are, you know, different people, different personalities and everything like that. It just took some time to adjust. Um, so just understanding and how he worked, you know, understanding how uh, we worked um, as a unit of just, you know, kind of being bows, you know, guys or recruits and everything like that. And understanding, you know, that um, about uh, the, that that part of uh, things and whatnot and just, you know, just continue to work on it. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't hard. He uh, brought, you know, a good group of guys to 
coach us and everything like that and be around us and everything like that. So, you know, everybody tried to make their best of the situation of what was on at hand. Now I'm curious about the weight room because there was a rumor and I don't, I have no idea if there's any truth to it, but there was a rumor that if, you know, the weights got really, really heavy under Riley that, and I like Riley to be clear, this is just what some people have passed on to me and I've never confirmed it, you know, under Riley, if, if you didn't want to lift the heavy, heavy weights, you didn't have to. Okay. So I'm, I'm kind of curious, is there any truth to that? And what was the biggest difference in the strength and conditioning program from one staff to the other under those two staffs? Well, if you got 10 people in a, in a line and you tell one person one thing, by the time it gets to the end, it's not mm-hmm. going to be exactly what the person was. So yeah. exactly what you just said, no, it wasn't that um, necessarily, you know, towards later in the season, you know, when guys are beat up and everything like that, and this happens everywhere, um, the maintenance of what the strength and conditioning was changed a little bit. And that's just, okay, well, what do, you know, the guys need, you know, is it necessarily more stretching out, having people come in and, you know, rub things out, a flush type of workout, not as heavy as, you know, uh, the normal maintenance uh, that happens during the season. So it wasn't just like, oh, they they don't feel like lifting. Okay, they don't have to lift. Like, it wasn't that. Um, You have to adapt um, to the season, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you have to, in play calling, you have to adapt. They adapt the second half to things and everything like that. So it wasn't just, oh, no, y'all don't have to lift. Like, no, they changed it necessarily to accommodate, you know, what we were battling battling and dealing with, which is perfectly fine. It wasn't anything bad about that. If you go across any strength and conditioning program across the nation, I mean, everybody, you know, has their own specific things or whatnot. We were still lifting and everything like that, you know, it was just more so of a, of a deload, maybe, you know, running more so, or, you know, stretching, getting off your legs and everything like that, doing, you know, more uh, rehabilitation type stuff to get us to, to the game on, on Saturday to play. So I don't think anything about that was wrong. Uh, and I think, you know, people kind of misconstrued or, or took it in and twisted it into their words, but it wasn't, oh, I don't feel like lifting or y'all don't have to lift or anything like that. No, we lifted. It just, you know, they changed how things did that week or, you know, added an extra, you know, day to get your body loose and everything like that. I'm glad I asked to clarify. Now, last couple questions for you. Do you, what is your, because you had quite a few punt returns for a touchdown specifically, what's your most memorable punt return for a touchdown? And what are some of the most memorable teammates that you played with during your time as well? Um, I feel like everybody would say the Iowa game. Um, I have two and it's hard to pick. I have my own personal, you know, rememberable one, um, uh, for that own, for that reason. And I'll get into it. Why, um, the Iowa, the Iowa return is special just because of, you know, how that game started and how that game finished. That was both last game. That was the last time, you know, we all was together as a unit and everything like that. So that game is uh, special in its own self. Uh, my personal favorite is the Michigan State one uh, because uh, me and Jay Mitch, well, we didn't necessarily get into it, but um, I called that punt return. I, I told the D, I told Jay Mitch, if y'all get a three and out, uh, the next time they punt, I will return it. And uh, that's not easy to, to call your shots and everything like that. So that's why I like the Michigan State um, return just a little bit better. Um the one where we played Oregon, that was a big one. 
um, you know, that, that one, you know, got us points right before half. We came out and, you know, rallied back and ended up winning that game. So, I mean, that was a pivotal point that uh, gave the offense a spark plug. Um, so it, 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 it's, it's hard because uh, it's, it's, there's a lot of plays and everything like that, but those are the ones that jumps out. Um, as teammates, um, depending on which years, like I don't want to, you know, give it to one specific uh, teammate or anything like that, but, you know, my freshman year, uh, that group was special just because uh, we had multiple people that can do stuff. Um, and, you know, coming in from where I came from and everything like that with that group out there, um, they challenged me uh, to be the best I can. I, and I knew my opportunities were limited. So I had to make something happen And every, every, each time that I got the ball. So, you know, Randy was a part of that team. Randy was a, was one of those guys that, you know, I got grew close with uh, that year. Amir, of course, Kenny, of course. Um, the rest of my years, uh, you can you can put Stan in there. You can put Kalu. Um, the, the, uh, you can put, you know, Keon, Chris Jones, Nick Gates, um, Dylan Utter, Nate Gary, uh, B. Riley. These are just seats like it. It goes on that. Uh, I mean, still today, you know, I still keep in contact with a lot of those guys. So, I mean, it was just a special group uh, throughout my whole college um, you know, experience uh, to be a part of a, in a group uh, with those type of people and whatnot. All right, man. So you have your own show right here on 93.7 The Ticket. You are the host of the Don't Punt Hour here on 93.7 The Ticket. When and ex- well, not where, but when exactly is your show? Let the fine folks know so they can tune in and check you out each and every week, my man. Uh, Monday through Wednesday from seven to eight o'clock at night you can catch me on there dial in you know answer questions we have a good time have a good atmosphere and everything like that try and shake things up uh with topics and whatnot and everything like that so you know it's a real good environment and you know i'm just getting into it and i'm excited about it all right i appreciate you joining me my friend okay ladies and gentlemen don't go anywhere in a couple minutes we'll be right back with the people segment Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.